Local talk is back in the valley. It's the conversation you've missed. The Mike Douglas Show. Weekdays at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And a good Monday afternoon to you here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. So happy to have you with us. Monday through Friday, 3 to 4 p.m. And actually, today being Monday, during uh, NFL football season, of course, we have an extra half hour together. That's right. Uh, I'll be with you until 4.30 today. And at 4.30, we'll head into the pregame show for uh, the Raiders versus the Chargers. So again, with you, 3 to 4.30 today here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Uh, quite a weekend in college football. We'll get to that maybe a little bit later. A couple of upsets. Uh, just very briefly before we get to the really important stuff. And the really important stuff this week includes probably not a great week to get really sick in Northern California. I'll tell you why in just a minute, especially if you're in the Antioch area or if you happen to frequent uh, doctor's hospital in Modesto. I'll explain that in a, in a, in a moment. Uh, but anyway, uh, just uh, I, I had one of those rare Saturdays where I actually had all my sermons done before Saturday morning, hardly ever accomplished. And so I had uh, a full day on Saturday where I just was able to kick back and watch college football for most of the day. A, a rare treat for me. Just so much enjoy college football. All right, so uh, there we there we go. There's there's my weekend uh, for you. Uh, before we get into this, just a, a note, and I'm not sure we made note of this last week, but we've been talking about, of course, the deadline for healthcare workers in California. To get vaccinated, and of course, uh, that deadline was at the end of last week. However, there was a uh, a different set of expectations set for workers in adult and senior care facilities. Uh, as of September 28th, the California Department of Public Health said that workers in adult and senior care facilities in California, which are licensed by the state, those workers have until November 30th uh, to get their vaccine. So uh, for most everybody else in the healthcare industry in California, uh, deadline was last week, end of last week. Uh, for adult and senior care facilities, the deadline is November 30th. So here's uh, here's an interesting situation this week in, in Northern California, especially if you're in the Antioch area or uh, Stanislaus County. Uh, in Antioch, hospital workers have gone on strike. Yeah, about 350 union members walked off the job this morning at Sutter Delta Medical Center in Antioch. Apparently they said, we're overworked and can't take it anymore. Uh, they say the hospital has been understaffed, poorly managed for a long time. And, of course, the pandemic, COVID-19, public policy made the situation even worse. Uh, the strike is scheduled to last five days, so that's this whole week. Uh, the United Healthcare Workers West Union apparently gave the hospital a legally required 10-day advance notice 
of the strike. So apparently that gives management time to find replacement workers uh, who apparently arrived by bus this morning. So there you go. Antioch, uh, East Bay Hospital, Sutter Delta Medical Center in Antioch. Uh, the regular uh, health care workers apparently are on strike. This related uh, to uh, a lot of issues, uh, being overworked, they say, and, of course, the pressures of COVID-19. Well, let's, uh, let's draw this a little bit closer to those of us uh, here in the uh, KFIV AM 1360 broadcast area. Uh, Doctors Hospital here in Modesto. Uh, apparently, uh, the registered nurses are going to picket uh, tomorrow, October 5th, to protest unsafe staffing. So they're going to uh, picket at Doctors Medical Center tomorrow. These are registered nurses from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. So probably not a good idea to get sick and have to go to that hospital between 8 a.m. and 9 a.m., I would think, uh, tomorrow morning. And uh, they, again, uh, as well as the Antioch folks, are citing a lot of departments being understaffed. Uh, RN's concerned that doctors have not been canceling elective procedures. Well, I guess that's fine if, if you're not one wanting that elective procedure. Uh, elective procedures don't mean that it's not necessary, uh, but that it's not eminently necessary. So what do you think about this? I'm of, um, I'm torn a little bit on these issues when uh, having, having been in that arena, both as a law enforcement officer and as a fire and rescue uh, personnel and, and uh, deputy chief and assistant chief with the state, anytime that public safety people go on strike, uh, it, it worries me. It worries me. And I understand the union's perspectives. I understand that. I understand you're locked into a career. And uh, if you feel that the management of uh, a city or a county or a state is not treating you fairly in block, uh, then, of course, the union steps up. Uh, but I also think about the citizenry, uh, the people on really the receiving end of that strike. Uh, are they receiving full care, so to speak? Are they receiving full coverage, whether it's law enforcement or fire and rescue, health care, whatever it might be? So I, what do you think? Uh, do, you, uh, do you support these RNs going out on strike? In uh, healthcare workers in Antioch, and uh, the RN is going to strike for an hour uh, tomorrow at Doctors Hospital in Modesto. Do you support that? Area code 209 551 3483. And if you're in the healthcare industry, you, you may use an alias if you would like to be very interested in your perspectives as well. Again, our number here, area code 209-551-3483, 209-551-3483. Now, to, um, to dig a little bit deeper into this, there is a nursing shortage in California. 
And I guess it depends on what part of California you're in. Uh, but there are nursing shortages within California. Uh, we know that. And these sh- shortages, again, may vary from, from area to area. There was an interview held, uh, let's see, about a month ago, I think, uh, on September 8th on KQED on a program uh, that it was examining uh, this particular subject. I believe the program is called Focus, It's a, or Forum, rather. And uh, Joanne Spetz, Ph.D., a doctor, not a medical doctor, but a Ph.D., Joanne Spetz, Ph.D., is the director of uh, UCSF Philip R. Lee Institute for Health Policy Studies in, uh, in the Bay Area at UCSF. Uh, She was one of two people interviewed, and um, very interesting some of the things that she had to say about this whole situation in California. So in in a couple of minutes, we're going to get her comments and also some comments from Kristen Wang. Kristen Wang uh, is a reporter with CalMatters. She's the health reporter for CalMatters. And she has some interesting perspectives as well from her research. So as you're thinking about this, do you support, not support uh, the nurses, the healthcare workers going on strike because of the conditions they say that they're uh, working under and conditions that have been exacerbated, really, by the COVID-19 pandemic? We're going to hear from them in just a couple of moments. I think you're going to find their comments to be very interesting, so don't go away. We'll be back in about three or four minutes here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. The Mike Douglas Show, every weekday at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Power Talk 1360 KFIV traffic. Now, from the J&J Heating and Air Traffic Center. A crash in Stockton getting in your way. Northbound 5 after Matthews Road. It's a two-car wreck. Center divide. You're backed up from Manthe. Watch out for a stall in Modesto. Northbound 99 after Crow's Landing. That's also in the center divide. And you might see some road work in Merced. North and southbound 59 right at 99. Some paving work. That's your traffic. I'm Brian Stark. This report is sponsored by J&J Heating and Air. When the heat has you beat, when your AC is a wall, call J&J Heating and Air. Fast, dependable, and affordable service repair for heating, cooling, plumbing, and electrical. Call J&J Heating and Air at 209-744-8114. See special offers at jjheat.com. Go beyond the headlines with MSNBC Daily, a collection of written perspectives to help you better understand the issues of our time. Read now at msnbc.com. Amanda, it's so great to be able to get out and see friends again. Yes, it is. And I really appreciate you picking up the bill. Happy to. I've got the extra cash. Since I'm back to driving more, I've been using GetUpside, the free app that pays me cash back for every gallon of gas I buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying GetUpside pays you cash when you buy gas? What's the catch? No catch. I get up to 25 cents a gallon cash back every time I buy gas. I already have to fill up the tank. I might as well get cash back to do it. 
Hmm, does that actually add up to anything? Oh yeah, some months I make more than $100. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free GetUpside app now. Download the free GetUpside app now and you can start earning cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CASHBACK and GetUpside will give you an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first fill up. That's up to 50 cents cash back per gallon. That can be five to 10 bucks for a lot of cars. Download the GetUpside app and use promo code CASHBACK for a bonus 25 cents per gallon on your first tank. That's code CASHBACK. Definitely, promo definitely. Code there, cashback. there's a lot of research showing that um, when you decrease the number of patients like that each individual nurse takes care of, their patient outcomes are better all the way from... Now, while you still can, do it with the kind of food that stays fresh for up to 25 years in storage. Food that doesn't go bad like what you get at the grocery store. Whose food should you trust? The largest preparedness company in America, My Patriot Supply. We've served millions of American families going on 14 years. At MyPatriotSupply.com, our mission is your survival. Our emergency food could definitely be your lifesaver when the peanut butter hits Kristen, the fan. Definitely, definitely. There, there's a lot of research. that provide over 2,000 calories Wait, there, a day. There's a lot of research. Needs. Order today and your food will ship fast in unmarked boxes to protect your privacy. No there, way. There's a lot Go of research. Go to com right now. There's a lot of research. Sip and save at Circle K. With their new drink subscription, enjoy one coffee or fountain drink every day for only $5.99 a month. Sign up in-store. Circle K, take it easy. The Trevor Carey Show. Amen. Follows Mike Douglas every weekday at 4. Well said. On Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And thank you for joining us again here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Again, today we'll be with you till 4.30. 4.30 heading into a pregame time. Uh, it's the Raiders versus the Chargers. Uh, that'll be on uh, Westwood One's excellent coverage this afternoon again at 4.30. My privilege to be with you until that time. We have an extra half hour together. Always appreciate that opportunity. So... Uh, healthcare workers uh, going on strike uh, in uh, in Antioch against uh, a hospital there, and again, uh, what the, what they're concerned about, uh, according to uh, their statements, are that uh, the the hospital is understaffed, uh, it's poorly managed, and the pandemic has made the situation worse. The strike scheduled to last five days. And again, this is in the East Bay. About 350 union members walked off the job this morning at Sutter Delta Medical Center in Antioch. And uh, then tomorrow morning between uh, 9 and, or rather 8 and 9 a.m. at Doctors Hospital, uh, RNs, registered nurses, are going to be uh, walking off the job for an hour in, in protest uh, over uh, many of the same things. They're saying many departments at Doctors Hospital are understaffed. And with the current COVID-19 surge, uh, the nurses are concerned that doctors have not been canceling elective procedures uh, and they've been attempting to unsafely reassign or float nurses to other departments uh, without proper uh, 
training and, and such. So uh, a lot of complaints uh, about management. And again, doctors is a, a tenant health uh, facility. So as we look at this, I really want to give you some, uh, dig a little bit deeper and give you some additional background information. As, you're, uh, as we're preparing to do that, let me ask you, how do you feel about that? Do you think it's okay for healthcare workers to walk off the job and protest over things like these? Uh, again, this is not just COVID-19 vaccine related. This is uh, regarding a, a panoply of issues that they're saying uh, are facing them as healthcare workers and here at Doctors Hospital as uh, registered nurses. So let's uh, let's hear some expert opinions here. Uh, Dr. Joanne Spetz, uh, doctor as in PhD, is the director of uh, UCSF Philip R. Lee Institute for Health Policy Studies in the Bay Area, again at uh, the University of California, San Francisco Hospital there. And on uh, KQED about a month ago on September 8th, uh, she said that nurse shortages uh, vary throughout California. We have some parts of California that have a pretty ample supply of nurses and other regions of California where there is a huge shortage of nurses and not a lot of education capacity. So in, in some areas, you, you have a double whammy. Uh, one, uh, there are shortages of nurses, depending on where you go in California. And on top of that, there are issues of training and certification, education. Uh, issues of getting the nurses educated and uh, with their proper degrees and uh, to get them certified as well. And again, if you're in the healthcare industry, whether you're an RN or uh, NP, nurse practitioner, LVN, uh, whether you're a physician's assistant, physician, and again, if you want to use a nom de plume when you call, you're welcome to do that. But we'd be interested on, on your take on this. Uh, we can be a little bit judgmental from the patient perspective, but uh, as always, as a, a good friend of mine says, there's always two sides to a pancake, and we want to make sure that we look at as many sides as possible. Uh, on this issue with, with an eye towards being able to reach rational and reasonable decisions and to be able to talk to people in rational and reasonable ways about it as well. Now, in addition to those uh, educational challenges and just the, the shortage in some areas in California, the COVID-19 pandemic, of course, has exacerbated all of that. And uh, here's what uh, uh, Dr. Joanne Spetz had to say about COVID-19 and its role in this issue. So what we saw though, prior to the pandemic is that hospitals were reporting an average vacancy rate of around 4.3%, which is in the range that you might expect with some churn in your workforce as you know, people retire, it takes a little bit of time to fill those spots. And now we're looking at shortfalls that are really substantial because a lot of nurses are um, planning to leave or have already left the workforce. And of course, you add to that uh, the recent mandate that uh, healthcare workers be vaccinated. And, and some are saying, nope, I'm in the industry. 
I don't feel that uh, I should have to do that, and, and here's why. So let's find out what you have to say about that. Our number here, 209-551-3483, 209-551-3483. And uh, to Modesto we go to Ken. Hi, Ken. Welcome to the Mike Douglas Show today. How you doing, Mike? Good. Hey, I, I, I'm connected to this issue, both, you know, my wife, son, daughter-in-law, family, they're all nurses, and I was recently a patient uh, in a local hospital. Um, when the COVID numbers go up, there is a nursing shortage on those floors that would care for those patients. They don't have the staff, and they draw them from all over the hospital. Part of the problem is, you, you, you referred to one of the complaints is they're being moved around the hospital without sufficient training. That's absolutely true. You can't take somebody from the operating room and go to a floor and expect those skills to transfer. It's just different. Now, as a patient, I was just in there not long ago, and I was attended to by three different nurses from different departments that had to continually refer back to the one nurse that was there normally that knew what they were doing. That did not instill a lot of confidence as a patient. Mm. So there, there are, there are a lot of issues that are not being attended to, uh, as these hospitals are just trying to make the bottom line. I think one of the complaints that we've heard, Ken, and of course this is a, a, a union perspective, is that hospitals in general are interested more in profit than in patient. Um, now I know. Uh, a hospital CEO in the area. And I would not say that is uh, his perspective. However, uh, you also have boards that you're responsible to, and uh, you have corporate that you're responsible to as well. It's a, it's a, it's a tough decision, Ken, and I think you've uh, very well presented a couple of sides of that, so appreciate your uh, doing that for us. All right, Ken. Thanks for the call. Appreciate that uh, very much. Uh, and let's go to, uh, well, stay in Modesto and talk to Chris. Chris, we have about a minute and a half here. Uh, let's get your perspective on this. Welcome to the show. Well, the thing is, I, off the top, they should give you more than an hour because you're a real good show. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> but uh, I just think it's uh, strange that... Uh, there's no more talk about why all these medical professionals are, are refusing, are willing to lose their job and their careers and not get the jab. So, you know, why, what do they know that makes them willing to risk, you know, spending all that time in school and all that money they're going to lose it because they don't want to get the jab. It's just like, you know, follow the science. What do they know that we don't know? Chris, excellent question. And uh, I, I would look to uh, maybe some of the uh, healthcare workers in our area to help answer that. I mean, I, I, can, uh, I, I can make some guesses, but I'd rather not do that. I'd rather uh, hear from them. But, Chris, that is an yeah, excellent no. point. Excellent point. It's just, it's just interesting that, you know, these people are going to risk everything because they're refusing to. And they've been on the front line. They know what's going on. And, you know, it just makes you wonder why they're pushing it so fast and hard. 
So that's all I had to say about it. But like I said, they should give you at least another hour. You're a real good show. <laughs> hey, Chris. Thanks a lot. I appreciate the compliment uh, very much. Chris from Modesto bringing up some excellent points. You may have some, too, as we talk about healthcare workers walking off the job in uh, the East Bay. And uh, tomorrow, at least for an hour at Doctors Hospital in Modesto, we'll continue the conversation about that. 209-551-3483 as the Mike Douglas Show continues on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. The Mike Douglas Show every weekday at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Attention beer lovers. Do you want to have a great time and support our local vets all at one time? Don't miss the second annual Veterans Foundation of Stanislaus County's Brews, Brats, and Bacon Fest. Saturday, October 9th with two tasting sessions, 11 a.m. to 1.30 and 1.30 p.m. to 4. Come and try local breweries and some great food. To buy tickets, call 209-480-9309 or go to eventbrite.com. Veterans Foundation would like to thank Chicken Ranch Casino and Advanced Foot Care for sponsoring the Brews, Brats, and Bacon Brew Fest. Power Talk 1360 KFIV traffic now from the J&J Heating and Air Traffic Center. A crash in Stockton getting in your way. Northbound 5 after Matthews Road. It's a two-car wreck. Center divide. You're backed up from Manthe. Watch out for a stall in Modesto. Northbound 99 after Crow's Landing. That's also in the center divide. And you might see some road work in Merced. North and southbound 59 right at 99. Some paving work. That's your traffic. I'm Brian Stark. This report is sponsored by Dell Technologies. Sometimes it feels like the world is throwing everything at you. Dell Technologies advisors have the tech advice you need to navigate whatever you're up against. For advice on solutions like XPS 13 laptops powered by Intel Evo platform, call an advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. Hi, Mike Douglas here. Whether you're at a business or in a home office working all day, your pets need healthy activity. Your pets want activity and love. That's why I want to introduce you to my friends at Canines on the Move. They give your pets the love and exercise they need when you can't. From dog walking to pet sitting when you travel, Canines on the Move can make a difference. Call Canines on the Move at 209-226-1150. Call today and get your first walking service on them. That's 209 209- 9226-1150. Tell them Mike sent you. So the dream was to build your very own law practice. Be your own boss, call all the shots. But have things like billing, HR, timekeeping, and all the other management stuff turned your dream into a nightmare? Take charge of your practice with Lexicon. We're the intersection of practice management software and legal support services for your firm. You'll get more billable and livable hours back. Lexicon marks the spot for all your practice management needs. Visit lexiconservices.com slash intersection to get the whole story or schedule a demo. Stu Gilman of Transworld Business Advisors. Stu, welcome in. Thank you. Stu, if they own a business, why do they need to know you? They need to know me because there may come a time when they don't want to own a business. And because of the nature of what we do as business brokers, especially full service here in the Valley, we're about the only ones here. We get paid at escrow. 844-STU-4-U. 844-STU, the number 4, Y-O-U. Hearthstone Brokerage, Inc. DRE number 213 Radio advertising can connect your business with holiday shoppers wherever they go. Use iHeart Ad Builder to create an affordable custom radio ad right on your phone. Just click, listen, approve, then hear it on the radio. Create your customized ad today at iHeartAdBuilder.com. Good Risings. 
The Good Risings podcast is a collection of six mini shows curated to give you a daily shot of inspiration, motivation, humor, relationship advice, and even astrology. You can choose to listen to one or all of the daily Good Risings offerings available on our feed. It's the perfect daily practice for anyone looking to lead a more intentional, mindful, and inspired life. Listen to the Good Risings podcast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. This report is sponsored by Chuck Chansey Gold Resort and Casino. Chuck Chansey Gold's $145 million golden wheel of cash is back. Now through October 29th, just three spins can make you a millionaire. Drawings are Thursdays and Fridays at 8, 9, and 10 p.m. at Chuck Chansey Gold Resort and Casino. Sunny skies today. Do expect some smoke and haze hanging around with reduced visibility at times. Highs in the 90s, clear overnight, mid-50s, and then partly cloudy tomorrow. We'll see low 80s. Local talk is back in the valley with KFIV's Mike Douglas. Weekdays at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And welcome back to uh, the Monday edition of the Mike Douglas Show here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV, so good to be with you. And uh, again, thank you for your participation. Always look forward to our conversations together here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And again, today I have the privilege of being with you for an extra half hour. We'll be here till 4.30. That runs up to uh, pregame time, the game between the Raiders and the Chargers tonight. Again, that's at 4.30. And uh, we'll have that extra half hour together every Monday night through NFL regular football season and uh, look forward to that for sure. As uh, we've been talking about some of the challenges uh, facing healthcare right now, and I I don't see it as a a one-sided issue. There there are challenges on all sides, on management and administrative uh, administration side, and on uh, the healthcare worker sides as well. And we've been talking about some of those challenges, but some of those challenges have reached the point where healthcare workers are walking off the job, uh, as we've uh, noted earlier in uh, in Antioch. Uh, there are healthcare workers walking off the job, and they're going to stay out all week apparently for five days at Sutter Delta Medical Center in Antioch. Again, they're saying uh, the hospital's understaffed, poorly managed. Uh, COVID-19's made the situation work uh, worse, rather. And uh, we, we've had a couple of callers who brought up some, uh, some excellent points. Uh, one uh, said, look, uh, I, I was in the hospital and uh, attended to by three nurses, and two of them had been, apparently, I think he said two, had been transferred from other departments or other divisions within the hospital. And, you know, (laughs) and I married one, a nurse practitioner. Now, she does not work in the hospital environment. Uh, She does do clinical work and administrative work, but not in the hospital environment. So I can't really speak to that as as I've watched her and, and listened to her. Uh, but I, I do understand that a nurse is not a nurse, not a nurse, not a nurse. In other words, what I'm saying is 
like any profession, you get trained in certain areas. Maybe you're you're trained and you've been in the ER for quite some time, or maybe you're in the OR, the operating room, and, and your, your set of specialized skills and your skills that are sharpened right now are a little bit different uh, than uh, the person down a couple floors from you, uh, say, in the maternity ward. You know, so uh, it, it really comes down to the fact that it is neither fair to the patients nor to the healthcare workers to pull them in from other departments and have them uh, go through baptisms and fires, so to speak, putting my pastor's hat on there for a second, I, I, I see the challenge. And uh, so I, I understand some of, the, some of the challenges on both sides of the ledger here. My question to you is, how do you feel about that? Do you feel it's reasonable? Do you think the healthcare workers these days in California... They have a point, and, and California has some mandated, uh, or at least recommended, I think they're mandated, uh, patient-to-nurse ratios or nurse-to-patient ratios. And uh, not all states have that, but uh, California does. And in this day of COVID-19, uh, those ratios, I am sure, are being, uh, are being pressed. Uh, they're, they're having to go over the line a little bit. I, I think that's probably a, a natural outcome. We've been listening to some comments made on a uh, show on KQED about a month ago on September 8. And uh, who we've been listening to is Joanne Spetz. Uh, she's a Ph.D. She's the director of the uh, UCSF Philip R. Lee Institute for Health Policy Studies. And uh, they were discussing uh, some of these issues. Uh, she was talking about the fact that uh, the COVID-19 pandemic uh, had really exacerbated some of these staffing issues that are facing healthcare workers today. And uh, she also talked about the fact that there are problems in getting nurses train, educated and trained and certified in California. I hadn't really thought about that aspect of it. Here's what she had to say about that. So what we saw, though, prior to the pandemic is that hospitals were reporting an average vacancy rate of around 4.3 percent, which is in the range that you might expect with some churn in your workforce as, you know, people retire. It takes a little bit of time to fill those spots. And now we're looking at shortfalls that are really substantial because a lot of nurses are um, planning to leave or have already left the workforce. Um, and on top of that, the nursing schools statewide, a, a lot of them have slowed down the numbers of students that they can enroll and graduate because students don't want to be online, faculty are retiring because they don't want to teach online, uh, clinical rotations get canceled because of pandemic surges where it's not safe to have students on the ward. And, and in those environments, we've also had a decrease in graduations, and that's going to continue for probably another year or two. So I guess my question is, if this is all a reality, and apparently it is, do you hear a lot of this being addressed uh, out of the governor's office as, as we look at uh, issues before the California legislature where uh, they're busy uh, saying that uh, we ought to pay uh, addicts, uh, methamphetamine addicts and such, to, uh, to stay off their drugs and 
Uh, and there's just a, an amazing amount of things and an amazing amount of subjects that California administration is throwing money at. Um, I'm wondering what they're doing about these particular issues. I mean, these issues affect us all. doesn't matter what our social status is or economic status. These issues affect all of us, and I'd be interested to know what the governor's office and the California Department of Public Health and such are actively, proactively doing to address this and just throwing money at it, just throwing bills at it. I mean, legislative bills, not dollar bills, uh, is, is not necessarily the answer. We need some good common sense solutions uh, to what's going on. Now, on that same KQED broadcast, uh, Cal Matters health reporter Kristen Huang said that traveling nurses are also contributing to the nurse shortage issue in California. I don't, I don't know if you know about the traveling nurses. We've, we've met a few. You can make big money as a traveling nurse. Of course, the downside is you have to be on the road a lot and and you have to be willing to set down stakes in an area for a while uh in fact uh back a couple of years ago uh my in-laws provided some uh temporary housing for a traveling uh nurse and uh, even prepared meals and such uh, when she arrived in town uh it, it's a it's an interesting place to be in it's an interesting part of that vocation but uh, it, it has its downsides for the nursing industry in California. You may say, well, why is that? Well, let's find out what Kristen Wang had to say about that. Again, she's a health reporter for Cal Matters. Here's what she told KQED about a month ago on September 8th. The California Department of Public Health has been offering up to $10,000 per week for traveling nurses to help these hard-hit areas of our state. Um and other states like Florida and Texas are also offering incredibly high salaries for traveling nurses because the need is so severe and so immediate. Wow. $10,000 a week for traveling nurses. Uh, good work. If, and, and again, it, it's, a, it's kind of a hard gig because you need to be willing to. It, it's hard to do if you're married. I suppose if you're in a marriage you don't like, uh, it, it may be a favorable thing, I suppose. But, uh, for, you know, for those of us who are happily married, uh, I, I don't know that I'd, I'd want my wife to be gone for weeks on end, maybe months on end, uh, as a traveling nurse, uh, e even if uh, the money was that good. Uh, but some people, if, especially if they're single or they're in other types of uh, situations, good money to be made. And you may be saying, okay, well, understand that, good money to be made. Why, why would that contribute uh, to the nursing problem? Well, it's because uh, a lot of nurses are going that route. And as you bring in traveling nurses, uh, they can fill in some of these vacancies where nurses are walking off the job or they're retiring or they've just had it. I thought it was interesting, the comment that we heard a couple of minutes ago uh, from uh, Dr. Spetz, that uh, a lot of uh, nurses don't like the virtual classroom. I mean, I don't blame them. It's not optimal. 
I've done a lot of, I did my, uh, a lot of my doctoral work, not all of it, but uh, a great part of it online. I, I did it long distance learning and I saw the value of that. But when it's a real hands-on situation like nursing, uh, I, I can see why that might be frustrating for both the instructor and for the student as well. Well, uh, Kristen Wang, again, she uh, is a reporter for Cal Matters, health reporter. She also illustrated how patients, if we can solve this, patients can benefit from a lower patient-to-nurse ratio. There's a lot of research showing that um, when you decrease the number of patients that each individual nurse takes care of, their patient outcomes are better, all the way from fewer infections, fewer cases of hospital-acquired pneumonia, um, to fewer deaths. Um, if you, one of the most well-referenced studies in this area um, found that if you have one nurse caring for six patients and you reduce that workload to two or fewer patients, it saves 25 lives per every thousand hospitalized patient. 25 lives per every thousand hospitalized patients saves 25 lives by reducing the ratio from one nurse to six patients to one nurse to shoot uh, two patients. I can understand that. And I, I've spent a lot of time, I haven't spent a lot of time personally in hospitals, had a couple surgeries and, and such, but never an extended time. However, uh, with uh, my parents and, and my in-laws and uh, as, uh, as a pastor doing hospital visitations, uh, I've been with people who've been in the hospital for or have re received health care for extended periods of time. And I can tell you, especially in the long-term health facilities, how important it is to have that reduced nurse to patient ratio ratio of course now that's an in an ideal world uh, we're in the midst of a pandemic right now which has exacerbated that situation our number here 209-551-3483 especially if you're in the healthcare industry or have friends who are family who are be interested in your perspective on this are we facing a crisis in the healthcare industry in terms of staffing Area code 209-551-3483 as the conversation will continue in about three or four minutes here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. The Mike Douglas Show, every weekday at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Power Talk 1360 KFIV traffic now from the J&J Heating and Air Traffic Center. North 5 in Lathrop tied up, leaving 205 all the way to Matthews Road, where we had an earlier crash that's gone now. South 99 Manteca, slow from 120 all the way to Hammett. And your eastbound 205 ride in Tracy, delayed from Grantline Road to 5. For the latest on the Valley reopening, tune to news on 1360 AM KFIV. This report is sponsored by Dell Technologies. Sometimes it feels like the course keeps changing right before your eyes. Dell Technologies advisors have the tech solutions you need to help your business stay ahead of the game. For advice on solutions like XPS 13 laptops powered by Intel Evo platform, call an advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. 
Amanda, it's so great to be able to get out and see friends again. Yes, it is. And I really appreciate you picking up the bill. Happy to. I've got the extra cash. Since I'm back to driving more, I've been using GetUpside, the free app that pays me cash back for every gallon of gas I buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying GetUpside pays you cash when you buy gas? What's the catch? No catch. I get up to 25 cents a gallon cash back every time I buy gas. I already have to fill up the tank. I might as well get cash back to do it. Does that actually add up to anything? Oh, yeah. Some months, I make more than $100. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free GetUpside app now. Download the free GetUpside app now, and you can start earning cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CASHBACK, and GetUpside will give you an extra $0.25 cents per gallon on your first fill-up. That's up to $0.50 cents cash back per gallon. That can be 5 to 10 bucks for a lot of cars. Download the GetUpside app and use promo code CASHBACK for a bonus $0.25 cents per gallon on your first tank. That's Code cash back. Promo code cash back. Joe Biden is seeking one of the biggest tax increases in history. Now, experts warn these massive tax increases on capital gains and businesses will kill jobs, wreck the economy, and sink the stock market. All this week, Sean Spicer and Lindsey Keith are warning of Biden's tax madness in their special reports. Each night, Spicer and Company talks to the experts on what's coming and how you can protect your hard earned money. Plus, Sean Spicer reveals new details of his upcoming book, Radical Nation. In Radical Nation, you'll find the shocking truth of the Biden-Harris agenda. So tune into Spicer and Company every evening this week on Newsmax, America's channel for real news. Newsmax is on every major cable system. Just check your cable guide. Or get Newsmax on most streaming services or download the free Newsmax app on your smartphone. Newsmax covers the really big stories you need to know. Get Sean Spicer's Radical Nation and make sure you watch Spicer and Company on Newsmax tonight. Is finding the right candidate slowing you down? Cut straight to your hired with Indeed. Their hiring platform makes it easy to attract, screen, and interview candidates all in the same place. To find your next great hire, visit Indeed.com slash credit. Father, preacher, friend. It's the conversation you've missed. The Mike Douglas Show, weekdays at 3 on Power Talk, 1360 KFIV. And welcome back to the Mike Douglas Show. Again, have the privilege of being with you until 4.30 today. And uh, look forward uh, to that extra half hour with you. You know, it, it does seem sometimes like we just barely get going, right? We, we shift out of first gear into second. We start cruising in third, uh, bump it up to uh, fourth. And uh, before we know it, the hour is done. So I look forward to these uh, Wednesdays when we have the opportunity to spend a little more time together until 4.30 here on the Mike Douglas Show. Again, uh, at 4.30 today, it'll be uh, heading into the pregame show uh, for the Raiders versus the Chargers. Uh, that's today at 4.30 here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. As, uh, as we were talking about this whole issue of healthcare workers, uh, many working uh, well at, in uh, in Antioch, a couple at a hospital there. Uh, they they're walking off the job for a week, five days. Doctors' hospital in Modesto tomorrow. They'll uh, they'll be uh, picketing from eight to nine in the morning uh, because of issues of understaffing and uh, at least from their perception that not a lot is being done about it. And of course, COVID nineteen exacerbating that whole situation. Uh, we were listening to some comments made by Joanne Spetz. She's a Ph.D. 
and uh, at uh, the University of California, San Francisco, Philip R. Lee Institute for Health Policy Studies. Uh, She wrote uh, a study uh, not too long ago, and here are a couple of points that I find very interesting and that are contributing to the problem, I think. Uh, California has more than 350,000 registered nurses in hospitals, clinics, and other facilities, as well as more than 450,000 licensed nurses. And did you know this? California nurses make up almost 12% of all the employed nurses nationwide. How about that? Among employed uh, registered nurses in California, 30% are over age 55. Hmm. So there we're looking at a, a third there are heading into or at retirement age. And uh, this study shows that in 2020, last year, 26%, a little over a quarter, of registered nurses between the ages of 55 and 64 say they plan to leave the field in the next two years. And that's up 12% from 2018. And the folks that put this study together said it was most likely from burnout and the need to reduce COVID-19 exposure to at-risk family members. And uh, this report uh, issued not too long ago, just about a month ago on uh, September 6th. They're also saying that employers in the healthcare industry have been reluctant uh, to, uh, to hire less experienced RNs because of what they say onboarding them during the pandemic. I would call that the... Uh, the learning curve, as well as the administrative uh, issues involved in, in bringing a new employee on. And they say demand for nurses was also reduced in some regions because of limits on elective surgeries and in-person ambulatory care. Uh, so here, here we go again with the uh, elective surgeries. And so, <laughs> I suppose elective surgeries are considered unnecessary unless you're the one that's looking for the elective surgery. And I'm not just talking about uh, what I would term like plastic surgery, that sort of thing. But, you know, things that are not life-threatening, that don't have to happen right now. Uh, And and I think, uh, you know, in in a a state like California, where we have uh, some of the best hospitals, we have some of the best schools for Uh, nurses and uh, doctors and hospital care workers that we ought to be uh, able to have health care that is uh, above par. But as as we see, that all is being threatened by these staffing issues. I think one of the most important things we heard about uh, was the problem of trying to get uh, nurses from other departments in a hospital. And again, I can understand that challenge. Uh, I mean, put yourself in that situation. Let's say again that that you're experienced in the emergency room. You've been in the ER for a long time. Well, you're used to the protocols there. You you know uh, the the in-house rules, so to speak, and you're used to the pace. Whole different pace in the ER than it is in other parts of the hospital. Nurses that are in the OR, the operating rooms, uh, they have a, a different set of skills that uh, that they're looking at, that they've developed, 
And so when, when you start pulling nurses from other parts of the hospital, and uh, one of our callers mentioned that uh, a, a couple of uh, couple of calls ago, that he, he felt a little uneasy because at least two of the nurses were deferring to another one who really had the experience. And, uh, you know, it's not like an auto mechanic where if they use the wrong wrench, why, you know, probably not going to damage a whole lot. But uh, <laughs> when it's your body, you, you want the best care possible. So, again, as far as the strike is concerned, I, I understand that in one way, but I'm also looking at uh, management's issue as well. And, of course, the unions are saying, well, these hospitals, the administration, they're more worried about patient, they're more worried about profits and dollars than they are about patient care. I don't know that that's true as a blanket statement, but it certainly it, uh, it does enter the uh, consideration as hospitals are having to save money. Hey, we're going to be back this time. We'll be back in about six minutes or so here on the Mike Douglas Show. Stay tuned on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. There's a lot of confusion about how to protect yourself from COVID, with guidelines and regulations changing by the week. One thing is certain, you need an accurate thermometer for your family to check for fever, the leading sign of flu and COVID. Only the Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer has been proven accurate in more than 100 clinical studies. Don't rely on non-contact thermometers. They have no scientific studies behind them and can miss the fever that might mean COVID. Learn more at exergen.com. Attention beer lovers, do you want to have a great time and support our local vets all at one time? Don't miss the second annual Veterans Foundation of Stanislaus County's Brews, Brats, and Bacon Fest. Saturday, October 9th with two tasting sessions, 11 a.m. to 1.30 and 1.30 p.m. to 4. Come and try local breweries and some great food. To buy tickets, call 209-480-9309 or go to eventbrite.com. Veterans Foundation would like to thank Chicken Ranch Casino and Advanced Foot Care for sponsoring the Brews, Brats, and Bacon Brew Fest. We cover the valley. BJ's Consumer's Choice Pest Control and Power Talk 1360 KFIV Modesto. Look for us in your neighborhood. Power Talk 1360 KFIV traffic. Now from the J&J Heating and Air Traffic Center. South 99 Manteca slow today. 120 all the way to Hammett and northbound 5 in Lathrop. That's tied up from 205 all the way to Matthews Road because of an earlier crash. South 99 in Atwater, right before Atwater Boulevard, there's a large construction cone in the left lane. For the latest on the Valley reopening, tune to news on 1360 AM KFIV. Real news in real time. Here's your Power Talk 1360 news update. Good afternoon, I'm Dana Hess. Protesters in Modesto responding to nationwide legal threats against abortion rights. Roughly 100 people showed up Saturday morning near Insulin and Gracita Parks at Mancini Bowl for a mile-long march with many chanting, women's rights are human rights. While there was one opportunist in the crowd yelling praises of former President Trump, an estimated 20 cars circled the parks, honking horns in support. Meantime, beaches in the city of Huntington Beach could be shut down for several weeks to months as crews work to clean up a 120,000-gallon oil spill. Mayor Kim Carr describes the environmental implications. We are in the midst of a potential ecological disaster. We are starting to see oil-covered fish 
and birds washing up along our coastline. Huntington Beach has closed all of its beaches indefinitely, and last night nearby Laguna Beach did the same. Spill, which came from an offshore rig, has been capped. Since the spill was confirmed Saturday morning, 13 square miles of ocean has been polluted between the Huntington Beach Pier and Newport Beach, and oil has started washing ashore. The company that operates the rig, Beta Offshore, believes a pipeline leak is the cause. It's Fleet Week in San Francisco for the first time since 2019. Large military ships and Blue Angels are heading to the Bay Area for shows, parades, and tours later this week. The event has drawn more than a million visitors in the past. Health officials say a large, mostly outdoor gathering like this is okay because of San Francisco's high vaccination and low COVID transmission rate, but mask wearing is encouraged. And William Shatner living up to his Star Trek clip. Risk. Risk is our business. Actor will be aboard Blue Origin's New Shepard rocket when it lifts off from launch site one on October 12th. This will be New Shepard's second trip to space after founder Jeff Bezos and others made the journey back in July. Shannon will become the oldest person to fly to space at 90 years of age. I'm Dana Hess, Power Talk 1360 KFIV. This report is sponsored by the California COVID-19 Rent Relief Program. Has COVID-19 made it hard to pay your rent or utilities? Are you worried about eviction? Eligible renters can now get 100% of their rent and utility bills paid. Apply today at housingiskey.com. What will you do if there's a sudden food shortage? Given recent headlines, it seems likely, and at any moment. That's why it makes common sense to build your emergency food storage supply now while you still can. Do it with the kind of food that stays fresh for up to 25 years in storage. Food that doesn't go bad like what you get at the grocery store. Whose food should you trust? The largest preparedness company in America, My Patriot Supply. We've served millions of American families going on 14 years. At MyPatriotSupply.com, our mission is your survival. Our emergency food could definitely be your lifesaver when the peanut butter hits the fan. Choose from dozens of delicious meal kits that provide over 2,000 calories a day, which is what your body needs. Order today and your food will ship fast in unmarked boxes to protect your privacy. Don't wait. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com right now. MyPatriotSupply.com are you a Central Valley business owner? Join us this Saturday at 11 a.m. for answers to your most pressing questions. Listen to the Small Business Voice and learn tips to make your business more successful. Saturday morning at 11 a.m. on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Local talk is back in the valley. It's the conversation you've missed. The Mike Douglas Show, weekdays at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And thank you so much for joining us this Monday afternoon here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And again, my privilege on Mondays to have an extra an extra half hour with you. Love that extra opportunity. This hour just seems to go by uh, very quickly, uh, doesn't it? So I uh, really treasure these uh, Mondays, and that's all because of uh, the NFL. That's right. Uh, we'll be with you up until uh, airtime for the pregame show leading up uh, to uh, the NFL Monday night football game tonight. And, uh, of course, that's between the Raiders and the Chargers at 4.30 here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Speaking of football, we'll get back to health issues, serious health issues here in a second. We've been talking about health care workers uh, in Antioch walking off uh, the job at a hospital there for a week 
uh, tomorrow morning in Modesto Doctors Hospital. Uh, nurses are going to pick it uh, from 8 to 9 in the morning, so probably not a good time to get sick in that area. And uh, we've been talking about some of the reasons for that. Nurses and their unions saying uh, overstaffing and, uh, or uh, not overstaffing, uh, a, a higher uh, nurse-to-patient ratio than uh, is helpful and the understaffing that occurs from that. And we've heard the benefits of uh, reducing patient uh, ratios from uh, one nurse to six patients to one nurse to two. And that can even result, according to one study, in 25 patients out of 1,000 uh, actually uh, their, their lives being saved. So uh, a lot to talk about here on the Mike Douglas Show, 209-551-3483. And we'll talk about another health issue as well that involves children uh, in just a moment. I wanted to quickly review again, just very quickly. Saturday was a great day for me because I was able to watch college football all day. I got all my sermons written before Saturday morning. I don't think that's ever happened in 25 years of pastoring, but it was all done before Saturday and had the opportunity just to because the air was so bad, I don't know where you are, but it was so unhealthful here, you could cut the air with a knife. I mean, the, between the, uh, the smoke from fires coming up from the south, and uh, especially in our area here, a lot of harvesting going on, a lot of dust in the air. Uh, I was going to do some outside things. I said, nope, going to enjoy college football all day. A couple of surprises there. Those of you who are not football fans, bear with me. We'll get to the big stuff in a second. Uh, surprising uh, and Stanford beating Oregon. Oregon was ranked number three, 31 to 24. Uh, man, I was pulling for the Ducks on that one, but uh, wow, what an upset. Stanford 31 to 24 over the Oregon Ducks. How about Kentucky and the Buffaloes over the Florida Gators? Gators ranked 10th in their area. The Kentucky Buffaloes winning 20 to 13. Quite a game. Quite a game. Uh, and I'm I'm getting a message here on my uh, on my inter studio message thing that your call screener Brenda and producer Mike are not happy about that Oregon score. No, they are not. No, they are not happy about that. I wasn't either. And then uh, Arizona State over UCLA, 42-23. to 23. That was kind of a shocker as well. All right, so that was uh, some of the surprises on college football. Let's get to uh, some more health issues that we're talking about here at 209-551-3483. And this health issue uh, brought about by Governor Newsom's announcement last week. Look, we already mandate 10 vaccines. In so many ways, this is the most, uh, well, this is a significant amount announcement, but it's probably the most predictable announcement. We require for mumps and measles and rubella and so many other diseases, we require vaccinations. And yet there's something about this disease that's become so polarized uh, and so divisive. And it's, it's tragic. I mean, I, my heart goes out to the people protesting that they are led with such fear and anxiety, such disinformation, the misinformation, very intentional, uh, and some just naively receiving it. And so, look, we have to remind people that this is well-established territory for our kids for decades and decades. 
Our kids and parents uh, have been bringing our kids into the doctor's office or getting them to the school nurse and getting vaccinated, keeping them healthy, keeping them safe. Uh, we just are adding one additional thing to the list so the rest of us can move beyond this pandemic and this disease and get the economy moving and keep our kids back in person for instruction, which every parent, even those protesting, want to see. Uh-huh. Uh... I don't know. I'm feeling like I'm being talked down to a little bit, and there was a lot of spin there, but that's that's just me. What do you think? Area code 209-551-3483. So California students uh, age 12 and older going to have to get a vaccine to attend school. And that announcement made by uh, Governor Gavin Newsom in San Francisco at the end of last week and that will be applied once the FDA has fully approved the coronavirus vaccine for ages 12 and up. There will be exemptions allowed for religious and medical purposes. Uh, all that is very foggy to me. So anyway, uh, students, staff, all going to have to be vaccinated to participate in in-person instruction in California Schools. Well, not everybody in school administration was really behind that. In fact, uh, here in Stanislaus County, Stanislaus County Superintendent Scott Kuykendall, according to the Modesto Bee, says, wait a minute, I think California ought to pump the brakes on vaccination requirements and allow parents and pediatricians to decide. The B uh, said that state officials should wait until there are, quoting Kuykendall, quote, long-term studies and better answers to questions, including appropriate vaccine dosage for younger children and the effectiveness of natural immunity. Safety, uh, student safety continues to be our first priority in Stanislaus County, Again, uh, Stanislaus County Superintendent of Schools, Scott Kuykendall. Uh, so, do you agree with uh, Superintendent Kuykendall that maybe California ought to pump the brakes on this vaccine mandate once the FDA approves it and allow parents and pediatricians to decide? Now, there's a concept in a free country how about that? That's kind of a that's kind of a, a breath of fresh air. And uh, what about private schools? That that <laughs> you know that that may be an issue there as well. Uh, so I, I I am not first of all, and and you know my where I'm coming from on this. In a free society as we are, or used to be anyway, here in the United States of America, there are pluses and minuses to having freedoms. And one of the minuses to freedoms is not everybody will do what you want them to do. And in terms of having things injected into your bloodstream and ramp that up a couple of octaves, having things injected into the bloodstream of your children who are minors and having the government take over that decision, uh, I've always felt is uh, bad news bears. 
I, I just feel that uh, part of our, our freedoms are that one of the downsides is not everybody's going to do what the government wants them to do. And uh, I do not agree that science says it's safe because there are too many differing perspectives on the science. And we're going to talk about that in a moment in terms of government integrity and uh, our, our ability to trust government. It's going to, the comments are going to come from a Dr. Human Norcashem. Human Norcashem, he's from the Philadelphia area. He was on Fox News uh, a couple of weeks ago on, on the 8th of September with Shannon Bream. Going to talk about trust in government and what he feels is the main issue regarding the whole vaccination question. I encourage you to listen to this. If you, I'm taking notes on him because, and I've heard it several times now, I believe he makes some great points that I need to keep in my cerebral recesses. Now my synapses don't fire as fast as they used to, but I need to keep these things in my mind so that I can appropriately answer some of the questions and objections that are out there. So stand by. We'll hear from the good doctor in about three or four minutes here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. The Mike Douglas Show, every weekday at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Power Talk 1360 KFIV traffic. Now, from the J&J Heating and Air Traffic Center. North 5 in Lathrop, slow from 205 to Matthews today because of an earlier crash at Matthews, which is gone now. And eastbound 205 through Tracy, tough as well. Grantline Road all the way to 5. Your crosstown freeway in Stockton looking great. East and westbound 5 to 99, no delays. For the latest on the Valley reopening, tune to news on 1360 AM KFIV. This report is sponsored by the California COVID-19 Rent Relief Program. Has COVID-19 made it hard to pay your rent or utilities? Are you worried about eviction? Eligible renters can now get 100% of their rent and utility bills paid. Apply today at housingiskey.com. Let me tell you about a man and his business right here in the Valley. Mike Osborne, born in the Valley, went to college in the Valley. And Mike Osborne started OsborneHomes.com back in 2007. They've helped hundreds of California homeowners sell just this past month. So if you're ready to sell your house... I have an easy solution for you. Call OsborneHomes.com. Avoid the expensive realtor fees. A lot of people will tell you selling your house is stressful. OsborneHomes.com, they make it simple. They buy your house as is. No talking with strangers walking through your house. No fixing up. No cleaning. No going back and forth with the buyers. OsborneHomes.com can close on your home in days or months. Member of the Better Business Bureau, they make it easy. OsborneHomes.com will buy your house as is. 559-460-3551. 559-460-3551. Highly reviewed on Google. Check them out. They're licensed brokers. OsborneHomes.com. 559-460-3551. When I first got the diagnosis, I thought, okay, oh my God, I'm, I'm about to die. But then I realized it does not mean that you're going to die. And to realize that you don't have have the promise of dying at the ripe old age of 90 something it could be today tomorrow what have you so whatever you want to do you have to do it right now and that's how i live my life now and it's so much better now october is breast cancer awareness month 
Life is a journey, even with cancer. A message from Golden Memorial Insurance, Modesto. Go beyond the headlines with MSNBC Daily, a collection of written perspectives to help you better understand the issues of our time. Read now at msnbc.com. Think about it. What's pain keeping you from doing? I bet you it's a long list you wouldn't even want to write down. Get back to action with Modesto Physical Medicine and their new long-term solutions for pain relief. Hey, it's Trevor Carey. I want to tell you about the natural biologic treatments of Modesto Physical Medicine. They get right to the root cause of the pain, whether it's in your knees, your shoulders, your hip, or your back. Restore that damaged tissue. Get the relief that you're needing so badly. Modesto Physical Medicine Solution, they got help. They'll restore that tissue. And what that does, that's going to bring relief. Don't spend one more day in pain. Call Modesto Physical Medicine today. Get started on the road to recovery. Pain-free patients say they regret they didn't start it sooner. Call now to learn more about these regenerative alternatives. It takes place right in the office on the same day, so there's no downtime. 209-838-3434. Don't spend another day in pain. Modesto Physical Medicine makes it possible. Just blocks north of Memorial Hospital in Modesto. Call 838-3434. That's 838-3434. When you get Xfinity Internet, Flex is included free. And finding what to watch on TV is now as easy as popcorn. This is a way better way to watch. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today to get a great offer on Internet and add Flex for free. Restrictions apply. It's today's conversation for Stockton, Modesto, and beyond. beyond. Now, back to the Mike Douglas Show. On Power Talk, 1360 KFIV. And again, thank you so much for joining us here on the Mike Douglas Show. My privilege to serve as your concierge for conversation Monday through Friday, beginning at 3 o'clock here on Power Talk, 1360 KFIV. An extra half hour with you today. And believe it or not, I've got a 50-pound load to fit into a 5-pound bag. We're going to bump the clock again, but... That's uh, that's the way it goes. Uh, we just get seems like we just get started and boom, it's uh, it's time to go. I want to squeeze this in at least one of these clips very quickly. Doctor Human Norcasham, he's a retired surgeon from the Philadelphia area. He was interviewed uh, on Shannon Bream show uh, back on September eight, and he talked about uh, mistrust of government when it came to vaccines. Let's listen to what he had to say. I think one of the biggest uh, problems that the, that the President and Biden administration right now have is this, uh, this issue of mistrust. There's, there's a substantial uh, fraction of the population in the United States that is not uh, trusting the CDC and the FDA's messaging. And I frankly don't blame them. I mean, the reality is that the FDA and CDC have, have dramatically fallen away from science. The science in the middle of an infectious disease pandemic has to do with immunity. Uh, instead, we're sort of really focused on this idea of vaccination. There are, there are literally millions of Americans who are already naturally immune. And these people are actually uh, equivalently, if not, uh, if not better immune than, fu- some, uh, than many fully vaccinated people. So, Yeah, it's very interesting. And so his focus is on immunity. And uh, if you tune in tomorrow, we're going to talk a little bit more about Dr. Uh, Norcasham and some interesting thoughts that he has. Again, my my gig here is to present it to you. You make your decision. And uh, but I, I feel we need to get some of these other voices on here uh, uh, from time to time. Speaking of uh, voices, let's uh, go to Modesto and uh, let's check out Kevin's voice. Kevin, one of our good thinkers here on the Mike Douglas show. Hi, Kevin. Welcome to the show today. Hi, Mike. Thank you. Good to talk with you. Uh, so uh, yesterday I was on Facebook and 
somebody said to me that uh, the mask requirements in schools are an overreach. And my statement back to them was, if um, it's not an overreach for the government to come in and stop abortions in Texas and other places, if, if it's not an overreach for the government to come in and stop abortions, then how is it an overreach for the government to try to save children, the lives of children who've already been born? So um, the children at the schools are children who've already been born. Why is it an overreach to try to save their lives? Um, if the government could come in in Texas and, and stop abortions, and that's not an overreach, then how is saving children who've already been born an overreach? So uh, I, I see it as um, the government stepping in and doing the same sort of thing that was done when, when we had the polio epidemic. They're trying to save lives. All right. So, uh, Kevin, thanks. Thanks for your thoughts there. Uh, uh, Kevin uh, from Modesto uh, suggesting, well, if if it's not if it's not government overreach uh, to have laws prohibiting abortion, then why is it overreach to save lives by suggesting that children have vaccines and and masks? Man, bumping the clock here. Let me get through that. I answer this as as well as I can, uh, and my and my reaction to Kevin. Kevin, thanks for calling and, and thanks for bringing up the point. Here here are my thoughts on this. Uh, first of all, and and I guess that becomes a circular argument in a way because it was government that uh, in 1973 uh, legalized abortion, and so <laughs> I I guess I I understand what you're saying, but I think in terms of prohibiting it or allowing it. Uh, it's going to be overreach in one of those uh, in one of those cases, but not both, and and that again becomes a circular argument. So I, I'm not sure quite what to do with that perspective. And then uh, regarding the masks and vaccines, uh, I think your your comments are predicated on the fact that the masks and the vaccines are actually saving the lives of children. There, there are those who will support that particular viewpoint, Kevin. Absolutely. Uh, there are others who will say the incidence of severe illness and death in students is so radically low, so radically low for children of, of school age that really the the masks especially and and again unless it's an N95 mask the mask really isn't doing a whole lot and and my my wife's a nurse practitioner and I've uh, I've talked to her a lot about this I understand masks and I've researched the particles and all that sort of thing and I, I think absent an N95 mask that is properly fitted I'm not sure that the mask really does a whole lot of good. Uh, so the question is, are the masks really saving lives? Is it necessary? And my leaning is no. Uh, but there are others that, that are saying yes. Uh, on Now, to take that a little step further regarding uh, the vaccines, uh, I think we're in, and, and it's not, uh, 
are we talking about apples and oranges when we're talking about a polio vaccine? A lot of people are saying this isn't like the polio vaccine. This is more like a therapeutic in the way that it's uh, in the way that it's being applied. And the vaccine, of course, does not mean you're you're not going to get sick, nor does it mean that you cannot transmit uh, the disease either. And, and I think one of the problems, uh, uh, Kevin, and, and again, I appreciate your comments. I appreciate you bringing up your points. I think one of the problems that we're facing is an agreement uh, in the medical community on whether vaccines are, A, appropriate for children at all, uh, given the, the low statistics of serious illness and or deaths. And then secondly, the vaccine itself is a whole different animal than the vaccines that we're used to. Uh, this vaccine uh, is not going to shield you from getting the disease. It, it may prevent you and me from getting it as badly as normal uh, without the vaccine, uh, but, and especially if there's natural immunity. What if the children have natural immunity for one reason or another? What if they've had COVID-19 and they've developed that natural immunity? We'll talk about that a little more tomorrow. <sighs> I had an extra half hour today, and here we are at the end of the road again. Hey, football's coming up. Yes, it is. So <laughs> I'll have to defer now to uh, Westwood One and the NFL and their excellent coverage. And uh, again, I thank you so much for listening us, uh, to us here on the Mike Douglas Show. Again, I encourage you to email me. Several of you do that. It's great to meet you on email. You can email me directly. It doesn't go to anybody else. Come straight to me. You can email me at Mike on. 1360 at gmail.com. In fact, Kevin that just called, he and I uh, enjoy some emailing back and forth together. Mike on 1360 at gmail.com. And of course, the phone number here, Monday through Friday at 3, normally 3 to 4 p.m., 209-551-3483. Again, we thank you so much for joining us today. Coming up, 4.30 here, it's the Raiders and the Chargers on Monday Night Football, and I will look forward so much to joining you tomorrow at 3 o'clock here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV.